earthquake, orange, black and white Cause when the jungle come alive, who day we ignite in us Cincinnati, we gon' rise in us In the jungle, we unite in us Drippin' orange and black and white Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, the Iceman, Jeff Trenopole. And as always, I'm bringing you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home of Gith Vader and Blacklight Productions. If you guys have not downloaded or checked out the song on their YouTube channel, go check it out. If you're a Bengals fan, this will get you extremely hyped up. Now, do me a favor. If you found the show, hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. I'm up to 1,314 subscribers. That is awesome. I appreciate every single one of you guys. Now, I'm coming to you live from the Ice Bar, and the Ice Bar is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out the website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right, guys. It's official. Joe Burrow. Is back. Zach Taylor even said it. This morning on the is uh, on his morning press conference. So yes, uh <laughs> Crown, you changed your name to Joe Burrow. <laughs> oh my goodness, you're silly. So apparently uh Joe Burrow on YouTube here says I only play one or two series this Sunday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> that is cool. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, Zach Taylor came out and said that uh, that Joe's going to play, which I've said that kind of from the beginning of training camp that I'm like, if he plays, it's most likely going to be in the only home game, preseason home game we have versus Miami, and I don't want to play him like the first series and get him out. But this is what Zach said earlier today. Yeah, um, Joe and some others on offense will play a, a very limited number of snaps, but it'll be good to get it out there in front of the home crowd and um, very similar environment as week one will be in terms of being at home, time of day, all that stuff vaguely. Uh, so it'll be good to get those guys out there and, and uh, get them next to each other in the huddle with the coaches off the field and the fans cheering them on. Uh, no, that, that, I think that's what's best for the team. That's what's best for all of us. So we're going to do it. Hey, say, I think that's what's best for the team, what's best for all of us. And honestly, I, I got uh, that's from uh, Bengals.com. So hopefully I won't get copyrighted. <laughs> that's from Bengals.com. I got some more Jack Pod Joey Burrow. He uh, interviewed with the media after practice. But I, I kind of agree with 
Zach, it's best just get it over with. You know, I mean, I know Joe has even said he wants to get hit and just get it over with. Just get it over, you know, play, get it over. Let's move on. Cause I know Joe said that uh, they didn't have preseason last year, but he also said they kind of got off to a slow start offensively. And I don't think Burrow wants to do that. I think he, he wants to hit the ground running this year and take off, you know? So, and the best way to do that is get out there and play. So let's get to the uh, chat here. You guys are blowing it up. I love it. Uh, let's see. Charles Simmons. What's up? Jackpot. Joey Burrow is back. I'm so excited. Also hot. Yep. Also Hopkins is playing. Yes, you are correct. Trey Hopkins will be playing uh, in the first series too. Maybe more. I, I'll be shocked if it's more than one series. And that's another thing, too, is, is Burrow needs to get out there with Trey. And Trey needs to get out there. They need to hear the cadence. They need to get used to the snap, the feel of the game, you know. So I'm okay with it. I'm excited to go see him play. I love Joe Burrow. So I'm excited to see, see him play. But uh, I, I don't I don't think it's a, a bad idea. And let's see, like, by most of the comments in there, Chris says, Burrow's back, who day? Todd said, let's go, Joey B. You know, I think it's it's good. It's good. Um, Joe Burrow here. And by, hey, Joe, if, if you're on the show, why don't you, you come on the show live? I'll send you a link. Uh, I'll tell you one thing. The offensive lineman better block. <laughs> hey, they've been blocking in the in this preseason. Now, like I said, I, you got to take it with a grain of salt. Zero sacks and against two really good defensive lines, especially the football team last week. Chase Young. Didn't touch any of the quarterbacks. Well, it was Brandon Allen, I think, out there. But I, I'm, like I said, I'm starting to get more and more happy about our offensive line. I, I think, and Jonah Williams, he he might be in for a Pro Bowl season this year. He's looking really, really good. Todd, for God's sake, any kind of pass rush, throw it away. <laughs> exactly. And we got Frank. Go Cowboys. Frank, welcome to the show. I think you're on the wrong channel, though. <laughs> but welcome to the show anyway. Arrow, I can't wait. PBS will be rocking. Joey B is going to get us fired up. Exactly. And that's the thing. When I was talking, I actually was talking to uh, Emily Parker uh, outside of practice today, and she wanted me to relay the message to everybody who's going to the game to please make sure you, we all get in there early. I'm planning on getting in there about an hour early. So I'll probably be games at four o'clock. I'm probably gonna be heading in around three because they got a whole bunch of pregame stuff. And, and like I've said before, this is the first time a lot of us can go see the Bengals. I mean, I want every game sold out. I think it should be, but first game, no protocols. We can go there, no masks. We can go watch and play. I want the Bengals to know how much we miss them. You know, and, and and how excited we are to see them back, and how excited we are to see Joe Burrow back. Plus, you got to see JB. He's going to be the uh, the ruler of the jungle, the first official ruler of the jungle. So that's going to be good. All right, Frank. Uh, I got to check out Frank here. He's, he's new to the show. I got to get him up. <laughs> Bengals are going to re-sign Dalton before the season opens up. <laughs> oh God, I hope not. Now, uh, <laughs> I know you're just playing around, Frank. Um, yes, all love. I, I got you, brother. I got you. Um, actually, we'll be probably facing him against the Bears um in week two. So we'll see what happens. Orange Orange Arrow Fantasy League. JB the tiller of the jungle. <laughs> or yeah, you meant ruler. There you go. 
Ryder, what's up? Uh, he needs two series and should only do three-step drops or two, and that's it. Dude, I mean, I'm – I want one series and get out, but if it's two, I mean, Zach said he has a number in his head is what Zach said. Uh, he said, you know, because somebody, one of the uh, questions was, you know what, you're looking for a 12-play drive, you know, for a touchdown? He goes, yeah, he kind of smiled. He goes, I, I got a number in my head, you know, so he wasn't going to tell us or anybody what his number is. But apparently also he told uh, Joe Burrow this, uh, I think, basically at the beginning of training camp that this was a possibility and he knew it was going to happen a couple of weeks ago. So this is not a surprise to Joe or uh, anybody else in the organization. Is that really a surprise to me? You know, as can I really do think he, that Joe wants to play and, and he's looking healthy and our offense line, I think is, is played really well. And I also think it's a big thing for Trey Hopkins to get out there and play because he's, going to be the the starter of the offense you know when he stops the ball it, the offense goes obviously and just for him and joe to get under center and just get the butterflies the jitters whatever out also zach uh did not give any information as far as i know about joseph osai and his knee so i take that with you know whatever i, I have no idea i don't know if he's had surgery or i don't know if he's Done for the year. I'm assuming he's done for the year. Now, I got to give a uh, shout-out to um, – actually, well, I know Jake Lisko from uh, Locked on Bengals had a doctor on there, but then Paul Danner Jr. also had another doctor on Hear That Podcast, Prowling, and the way he explained it, because I know we're all – me and Bengals captain and Orange Arrow were on here Monday. are like, it's just a torn meniscus. How's it going to be out for the whole year? Well, way way the doctor that was on Hear That Podcast, Prowling, explained is basically if he and this I'm not trying to gross anybody out but if he pulls the meniscus like out of the roots like away from the bone like the whole thing then they basically have to go in there and reattach it to the bone and if that happens that's a six to eight month process that's what would make him be out for the year now if it's not that maybe he come back could come back but I'm just speculating I have no idea because they haven't said anything yet uh, let's see here. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, Doug, <laughs> Doug, Andrew. any Bengal fantasy recommendations? Well, Doug, you need to go check out the orange arrows fantasy podcast on YouTube. He knows way more than I do. Um, we had our fantasy, well, had his fantasy draft, um, Saturday night and I drafted pretty much all Bengals <laughs> because I just, I can't, I'm a Bengals fan. I can't draft these other players i'm not driving well these are guys anyway and frank tells you to draft a kicker obviously first round if you're drafting a kicker i draft uh evan mcpherson that's who uh that's who i drafted and i think he's gonna be good uh uh doug uh oh he's like on there was a thing about the shirt hang on i want to get you man you guys are blowing up i love it i love when this happens uh did hey writer let me buy one of them shirts at night. This one, the Jackpot Joey shirt, it is. You can go, since you asked. I will give you the information where you can get it from. You can get one of these shirts at jackpotjoey9.com. They got shirts. They got hats. They got flags, like the flag behind me. Um, 
So go there, check it out. You can also check out Jackpot Joey on Facebook. But if you want the shirt or any of the shirts, they got orange, orange ones, they got black ones, they got a white hat like this, they got camo hats. Maddie's got all kinds of stuff. So go there to jackpotjoey9.com and order your Jackpot Joey Burrow stuff. And uh, ha- uh, some of the proceeds go to the Joe Burrow Hunger Relief Foundation. Last time I knew, Maddie was up to uh, $500 donation. Uh, and that's pretty good. We j- he just started. So if you guys want this this hat, go for it. All right, Brad, what's up? Uh, no surprise that Jackpot would play a series, but it wouldn't. It would have been disappointing if he didn't play. I'll kind of say I'd be, I would be, I'd be disappointed, but it'd also be like, okay, we'll have to worry about it, you know. But because everybody's gonna be holding their breath, you know, because they don't want to get hit, hit, get injured. But like I said, the offensive line has given up zero sacks. Now watch, we'll go against. They went against two of the best defensive lines in preseason with the Buccaneers and the football team, and gave up zero sacks. And they'll go against the Dolphins, and Joe Burrow gets sacked. <laughs> That's the way. That's the way it happens. But we'll see. All right, uh, Josh. Yes, Doctor Strawberry. Yes, I am not a doctor. I only play one here on my uh, YouTube channel and podcast. <laughs> so, hey, if you guys are watching on any of the other uh, outlets, if you're watching on Facebook, if you're watching on Twitter, uh, do me a favor and go to my YouTube channel, Sports with Strawberry Ice. And hit the subscribe button, hit the bell for the notification. Also, if you are commenting on in that channel, uh, we're doing the super chats. So if you'd like to support what I'm doing, I would greatly appreciate it. And you can give me a super chat. I will be putting up the Bengals Bridge uh, video up after the show. I try to put it up today, but literally I have so much videos on my phone right here, on this phone, it wouldn't upload. So I got to... I got to delete some stuff and get some stuff off, but it will be up there later on tonight and you can check it out. I was trying to get the video I had of Joe Burrow talking to me as he walked out, which wasn't much. I, I put it on Twitter and there's a lot. I got a lot of likes and a lot of comments on that, but it's not wanting to, wanting to pop up. So that's okay. You guys, it'll be on the video. And if you want to see it, go check out my Twitter, uh, Sports of Strawberry Ice at Jeff A. Trunapole. Crip, what's up? Ice. Don't forget to take Caramel Apple Sundays to the stadium for Joe. Man, I keep forgetting about that. Today would have been the day to give it to him because I saw him. He was right there. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Hang on. Any? No, I have not any updates on the Wayne's injury. No, I just all I saw is what uh, James Rapine put out there. Um, Looks like he tweaked his hamstring, which is not good. So, uh, depending on how bad it is, he's, I'd be surprised if he plays Sunday. And we'll see what happens. I'll check out tomorrow, see if he's uh, on the field tomorrow for practice. Um, I did not see um, Cam uh, Sample out there. I kept looking. I don't know if he was out there or not. I kept looking for 96. Like I said, I'm on the bridge. And oh, shout out to Stan Castellanos. He was out there. He's an official member of the uh, bridge bridge crew now, Bengals bridge crew. He was out there with me today. And I didn't see him out there. It doesn't mean he wasn't out there. I just didn't see him. Yeah, Orange Arrow, if you guys want fantasy stuff, yeah, check out Orange Arrow. He's going live at 6.30. So as soon as I am done, stay on YouTube and click on over to Orange Arrow and check his out. 
My boy Jerry, Mr. Jerry, what's up? Rabbit, who day, who day, who day? All right, let's see a Josh. All right, Spain and Sir Filo starting at guards for the final preseason game. My indication they could be the week one starters as well. I think there's a very good chance of that. And, and I'll go back to what Paul Dander Jr. said when he was on my show. Do you want a rookie starting at guard in his very first game in the NFL against a Mike Zimmer defense? I personally do not. <laughs> you know, I I I, I think Jackson Carmen and uh, Deontay Smith are both going to be very good guards or tackles wherever they end up. But right now, I am with the first game of the season. You know, and, well, I, I put them back. I take that. Those two are not going to start. Michael Jordan could still start, I, and I have not had a problem with Michael Jordan. I think Michael Jordan has played pretty darn well in the preseason. I have had no issues with him. So I wouldn't be surprised if if George starts. Spain is starting. That left guard spot is his. He's starting. It's the the uh, or the right guard. I do that. Right. You guys know which guard it is. But uh, I I would not be surprised if Michael Jordan starts because I think he has done a pretty darn good job in the preseason so far. And like I said, I, I'll play to this one. How cool would it be? And this, I think there's a very good chance that this could happen. All right, let's just say Michael Jordan establishes himself as the starting guard. And then Jackson Carmen starts making strides or Deontay Smith starts making strides and takes over the other guard for um, Spain. Next year, you got one of those guys could be your, your right tackle. How cool would it be if in this draft you got either two of your future starting guards or a starting guard and a right tackle? I think uh, I think it's going to be very, 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 very cool, very, very good draft. Uh, Rabbit, what's up? Excited to see Joe back. He looks confident. Oh, yeah, he looks very confident, which I'm going to get to the uh, – you guys are blowing the chat up. I love it. I want to talk to you guys. Well, I'll try – I want to play – if you guys haven't seen it, I want to play the Joe Burrow um, a, a interview with the um, – with the media last uh, after practice, yeah, Josh, I'm kind of, I kind of doubt he plays. I really do. Even even if it's a little tweak, there's no point. Just let him rest up because you're going to have basically two weeks to get ready to hopefully you know go to the uh, the um, opener. Brad, just try to get Chad Brendel on the show. I've actually already had Chad Brendel on the show, and he's coming on. He told me he would come on after uh, camp. So whenever the Bearcats are done with the camp, which should be here pretty soon, I, I've messaged him a couple of times. He's a very busy man. I appreciate him giving me any time at all. But Chad, yes, should be coming on. And sounds like uh, James Rapine uh, is going to come on sometime next week. Oh, I want to give you guys a heads up, too. Uh, Sunday morning, I'm probably going to go live with Tony the Tiger. If you guys know who he is, he's uh, a, a huge Bengals super fan. Uh, since he's already going to be painted up and ready to go, we're going to do like a pre-pre-game show on Sunday about 11 a.m. right before we both head down and start tailgating. So make sure you keep a uh, eye out for that. And Josh, good to see. Glad to see Jordan. Looks like he's improving. I agree. And Mac, will be there be will there be tailgating at the first game? Uh, absolutely, there will be. Gates open at a, between 11 and 12. I'm planning on getting down there at 12 o'clock. Like I said, I got a couple different tailgates I'm going to go to. I want to hit uh, Jackpot Joey's tailgate. That's going to be in Longworth Hall. And then I'm going to hit the Bomb Squad. That's where Cap, Hubei, Orange Arrow, uh, 
Who Day Baby, all of them are there. And then uh, that's obviously 12, that's one o'clock to then two o'clock. I'm going to go hang out with uh, Bengal Jim and all that. Then three o'clock, I'm heading into the game, heading in early. So, yes, there's tailgating going on. I'm planning on hitting all those. Anton, I, I heard none of the stars. Yep. No stars on D will play Sunday. Yep. That is correct. That's what Zach also said in his press conference. So, we're going to have, like I said, that's where I don't think Joe Burrow is playing past. Series one, <laughs> you know what? Unless it's a disaster, I, mean, I don't know. Even if it's a disaster, they still they still might not put him back out there. But we'll see. All right, let's get to uh, Joe Burrow's comments here after practice and how he feels. Excuse me, sorry. He feels about starting the game on Sunday. Yeah, it feels great. You know, a lot of work was put into this that not just for me, but from all the people around me to help me get here. And so, um, you know, I'm excited, but I think they're excited too. Just being on the field, that's all it is. Being in the huddle with the guys, that's success for me on, on Sunday. Yeah, you know, it's a big deal. You don't want to, like I said before, you want to make game three of the preseason feel like game one of the regular season. And um, they need to hear how I'm going to call plays during a game. You know, they hear it in practice, but they need to hear it, you know, in a, in a game-like situation. So it's, uh, it's critical. Zach and Joe Burrow's mind, it's critical. And kind of like I said with the cadence and everything like that, yeah, it's 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 critical to to get a cohesive unit starting the season game one. And like I said, that's what I think Joe Burrow and Zach Taylor want. And like he said, uh, Zach also said in his press conference, he wants to do what's best for the Bengals, and this is what he thinks is best for the Bengals. So I will get. I missed this comment here. Sorry, Jeff. Uh, and he said Zach won't push to an extra series. Is something like a three and out. So I'm good with two or three. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I, I don't think he will, but he said he's got a number in mind. So we'll see what happens. And Josh said, yes, I got, yep. I got a whole lot of tailgating going on. Yes, I do. Or a ta- whole lot of, got a whole tailgating agenda. Yes, I do. I have a whole tailgating agenda. Cause well, I mean, I, like I said, some of these guys I, I I've met on the show and I haven't really physically met them. I mean, arrow I have. Jim, I have well, actually, Bengals captain in Hubei and uh, uh, Hude Baby, and everybody at the Bengals bomb, bomb squad. I haven't met them physically. Uh, Matty Myers, I have, he's the guy, Jackpot Joey. So, so hey, it's time to go hang out with some Bengals fans and have some fun. So, I'm gonna try and see as many people as I can. And, um, if you guys are down there, I'm probably gonna do it Friday, but I'm definitely gonna be dressed up Saturday. What's well, not really dressed up? I just got a hat that I wear with my hair done and my orange sunglasses. So I'll show you what I'll be wearing. And if you guys want to go up and say hi, you can. That's cool. Mac, I love that you come up from South Florida. Sweet. Well, come by and stay, say hi to me. Uh, what, what part of South Florida? Are you in Tampa? Because that's actually where my wife's from. So, Josh, game one can't get here soon enough. Exactly. I, I'm with you, Josh. I cannot wait for game one. It's going to be a lot of fun. And like I said, I, I really I want to try to get this out there. 
we need to try to get as many people in there at least an hour early. Games at 4 o'clock. Like I said, start tailgating at 12 like I'm going to do. And then come in at 3. Go see the Rule of Jungle. Emily said they got a lot of cool stuff planned for us. Uh, Matt Richie has, has said they got a lot of cool stuff planned for the entrance and just pregame stuff that they're going to unveil Sunday. I, I've been trying to get it out of them. They won't tell me everything everything they got going on. So I suggest if you can, get in there at 3 o'clock and let's see uh, see what the new stuff is. Crip, what's up? Ice, did you get to see Boyd's throw at practice? Dan Horde said it was 73 yards. Um, It doesn't ring a bell. I mean, there's so much stuff going on. I No, honestly, I I, I didn't get to see it. If I did, I'd, I'd tell you. But, I, I man, I wish I would have saw it. <laughs> like, dude, I'll tell you, sometimes I'm up there trying to video this stuff. Like, I, I'm trying to get Joe a lot, and I can't, I can't take it, you know, when they're in an 11 personnel because I already got in trouble for that <laughs> with the Bengals. So I can do a lot of stuff when they're not really showing a whole, whole, whole lot. So I'm trying to get as much video out there as, as I can show without, you know, getting myself in trouble. And so sometimes I miss stuff. But uh, I do have a really good kick uh, from Evan McPherson, which actually I got to tell you this story. Evan McPherson was walking out, and I said, I said, Evan, I said, I fit the yarder. I said, it looked like it was good from 70. You think you could have made a 70 yarder? He goes, yeah, probably. <laughs> and then he cracks me up because he's a, he's a lot like Joe Burrow with his confidence. He's not cocky, just confident. Like, yeah, I can make it. Like, dude, nothing bothers that kid. I mean, really. I mean, I've seen him kick – he doesn't miss. <laughs> it, I've never been so excited for a kicker in my life. Like, seriously, we get past the 50-yard. We get to the 50-yard line. We're in scoring range. <laughs> we can score. I mean, yeah, it's a field goal, but it's better than putting the ball away. <laughs> All right, uh, Samuel, what's up? Uh, I'm coming to the game at 345 and taking a nap before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you're driving all the way up that day, yes, it's uh, from South Florida. I've done it. It's uh, about 15 to 16 hours, depending on traffic. Get through Atlanta. Go around Atlanta. Don't go through Atlanta. I don't care what they say. Go around Atlanta. Their traffic sucks all the time. So, Josh is asking boy through a pass in practice. Apparently, I mean, it wasn't, I mean, I don't think it was a, it was, put it this way, he wasn't under center. I would have saw that. So I think it was just something he just threw. So I, he, Boyd did not take a snap under center, which brings you another thing about Boyd is he has been the emergency punt returner. And beginning of training camp, he would always be back there taking punts. I haven't seen him do that lately. So I don't know what that means for Trent Williams, or excuse me, Trent Taylor or Puka Williams. I don't think Puka's going to make it. But um, that, that's just interesting. And um, I and you have to check the video out later. I was talking to uh, Darius Hodge. When I say I'm talking to them, they're walking by, getting ready to go to practice. I'm kind of say, saying stuff to them, and if they talk back to me, I'm like, great. And a lot of times, if I don't have the phone in their face, they'll talk to me. So that's why. But this one actually on video. But uh, I said, I said, Darius, I said you're doing, doing a really good job, you know. Which I think he's going to make the 53 man ro- roster. They and I, I, I think he's got. Not that he can replace what Joseph Osai could bring to us, or what he looks like he could have brought to us, but at least it's a piece. It's another pass rush. And I really like to see 
him get a shot against the ones. So, which brings me, like I said, none of the ones are going to start. So Darius Hodge on defense. So Darius Hodge, in my mind, I think should start against Miami's ones, and let's see what he's got. And if he could do what he's been doing in the other two preseason against the ones, we might have found ourselves, you know, a legit pass rusher. I'm not saying he's going to be rookie of the year or anything, but he's flashing a lot and it's consistent. So I'm very excited to see him. So I would definitely be looking for number 44 coming off the edge on Sunday. Uh, Samuel. Uh, hey, uh, kickers are the most important players because of scoring purpose, but defensive players dis- dis- yeah, disrespect them because of their physical aspect of football. But we're not counting points and kickers score more points. Or, well, we are counting points, sorry, and kicker, kickers score, score more points. I agree with you. And I, I'd tell you this too. You know the the – I think they call it the gritty, the dance that, that uh, all the LSU tires did. You know, uh, Chase has done it, and we saw Mixon trying to do it. <laughs> well, I saw Evan trying to do it, and I yelled down to him. I said, you need to, you kick a field goal, you need to do that. He goes, I can't. I, I said, you did a better job than I could have. But this camp, and that's the thing I've noticed, they're having a lot of fun at camp. You know, yeah, it's hot. It's Not today it wasn't for once. It was it just got done raining, so it was nice and cooled off. It was probably the coolest day they've had a, a camp in a while. But you could see the enthusiasm and the fun that these guys are having at practice. And to me, that reminds me of the Reds, of all the fun that these guys are having. But I, I, I think there's a, a, a lot. Chris, talk about the pass for Boyd. So, Dan, I missed it. I missed that. Dan Horde tweeted out, so it was 70 yards. So, we'll see. Uh, Patrick should – you mean Samarje? Is that who you're talking about? Or, I mean, um, not Samarje. Number 31, the uh, running back. Is that, that who you're talking about, Samuel? I, I honestly think it's going to be um, um, Phillips. I, I think he I think he is one, the uh, pump return. I think Trent Taylor is going to have a hard time making this team, to be honest. But I think I think Darius Phillips is going to be our pump return, and I, I, I want him to pump return. I want to see him because he, I think, can make some plays and, and uh, get us in some good, uh, good yardage situations. Josh, uh, he was, he was that one. He was a young player. No need for boy to, yes, yes, but yeah, he was just. Well, that was always the thing. It was his. He was the emergency. He's never done it in a game. I mean, I, I think he did in college. But, oh, Sammy, you met Phillips. Yes, yes, I agree with you. I completely agree with you. I think Phillips, Darius Phillips, should be and will be our punt return. Because I want – and I, I the, one of the best punt returners we've had here in recent years was Pac-Man. Now, Pac-Man had his issues, but I loved watching Pac-Man return punts because he at least had a shot to make something ha- happen. He's got a shot to go take it to the house. I think that's – Darius Phillips has, as long as he stays healthy. That's the problem. He has not been healthy, but he is right now, which I say that we got to get through this last game and stay healthy. Like I guess I would love to know if Cam Sample was out there, but like I said, I was looking for 96. I didn't see him. It doesn't mean he wasn't out there. Because he's another guy with Osai, most likely being gone for the season, which I mean, the farther, farther this gets, which I, Actually, you know what? I don't know. Because 
I said, I was going to say the father farthest gets, that means it probably means he's out for the season, but, but I don't know because he went from a wrist injury to all of a sudden a knee injury. So the Bengals, as far as injuries go, they don't want to tell you anything if they don't have to. They don't really have to tell us anything until the week of game one. That's when they have to tell people. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully, excuse me, hopefully he's not gone for the year, but I'm preparing myself that he's gone. But like I said, Darius Hodge, Hodges looks like he's stepping up and we'll see. Uh oh yeah, Chris says, my bad, 73. That was better than 70 yards. Either way, it's a long freaking pass. I wish I would have saw it, but I did not see that. Um, couple of other no- news and notes at camp that I saw. I think it's one of the last two days have been the best days for the offense in general. I have not seen Chase yesterday or today drop any passes. I know he did on Sunday. And... I even told Chase, I think I told him, I said, I'm out there defending you on Twitter. Uh, you know, that this whole s- stupid narrative, people are trying to say that it's, you know, it's, he's, 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 um, John Ross, like, get out of here. Oh, I know what I got to bring up. And I wish I could have found this, but did you guys watch or, or, or hear the clip from Get Up, Dan Orlowski? And I cannot remember the other guy's name. I was trying to find it before I got on her so I could at least write his name down, but I could not remember. But, oh, my God, that guy just spit out the same verbiage we've been hearing. The Bengals are a bad organization. They're never going to win anything. They haven't been that good in years. I don't know. Joe Burrow's – oh, General Askey goes, no, 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 no. It wasn't that long ago that they won. Joe Burrow is going to change the Bengals. I don't know if he won as far as saying the playoffs. Yes, Sam Acho. There you go. That's who it was, John. Thank you, boys. Yes. That dude, he just spit out everything that everybody, that's not a take. That is not, and he's like, oh, I got, that's not a take. That's what everybody says. Form your own opinion. You are on ESPN. You're probably getting paid a lot of damn money to spit out the same garbage that everybody else has been saying. That's ridiculous. And you get paid for that? Come on, dude. I mean, honestly, if that if, think of something new. Give give us reasons other than you think the Bengals are a bad organization. You think the Browns are, are bad owners. You, something else. I mean, what? You know, I, you, everything he said was the same thing that Colin Cowhead and Stephen A. and all these guys are saying about, about Joe Burrow not going to the Bengals last year because of this and that and Think of something new, dude. You're on ESPN. You should form your own opinion. And don't tell me that's your own opinion because that's the same thing we've heard forever. It's the same crap. And I love it. Dan Orlowski shut him down. I got. I would love to find that video because I just heard it. I didn't get to watch the video. I want to try to find it. I was looking for it on YouTube, and I have not been able to find it. But shout out to Dan Orlowski for defending the Bengals and defending Joe Burrow. I want to listen to the whole thing. I want to hear a clip of it. But it's just just that stuff right there drives me insane. That stuff right there is the reason Ken Riley and Ken Anderson are not in the Hall of Fame. Right there. 
And that's the narrative we got to get rid of somehow. And the best way to do it, like I said, is for Jackpot Joey Burrow, Joe Mixon, the Migos, as Ace calls them, the defense, Tyler Shelvin, Big Daddy Bayou Dragon, all of them to get a really big chip on their shoulder like I already have and go out and kick ass this year. Not next year, this year. Man, I got myself all worked up. But, I mean, it's just – I th- these guys get paid a ton for this crap and to, to do that, and that's what you come up with. And all it is – and the thing is, it's like, yeah, it, it irritates. It's the irritate and a hot take, hot take. But it's a stupid take. It's not doing your homework. It's not – it's just saying – it's just coming unprepared to a show and trying to say something. That's it. That's all it is. And if you have nothing, no notes, and you have no knowledge about what you're talking about, then shut up. Don't say anything. Because you obviously have no clue what you're talking about. Crip, what's up? <laughs> uh, yeah. That dude's a Steelers fan. Sorry, I said bad words. Yeah, it's all right, man. Part of the punctuation. What's up? Why am I not a Hall of Famer? I have no clue why you're not a Hall of Famer. I mean, I don't even know what you'd be a Hall of Famer in. <laughs> the, is there a Hall of Famer for podcasts? I don't know. <laughs> not sure. Not sure what that was for. But um, if you like, has anybody? Does anybody know what I'm, I mean? I know um, John Wick knows what I'm talking about. You guys got any opinions about what Sam Acho said or anything like that? Please uh, comment in the comment section. Chris, what's up? Before Burrow got injured, it was all about the Bengals and how good they can be. They how good they can be. Then back to the same old BS. And I look, and I'll tell you this: if Joe Burrow did not get hurt and we progressed the way I think we would have. Where I think we had a shot at at least seven and nine, eight and eight at the end of the year. I think there's a lot of games the second half we would have won. That whole thing would be blown out of the water. These so called experts will be going, Well, you know, the Bengals actually did pretty good last year. They made the, they, they, they made the step forward last year. So I think they, they might have a shot at the playoffs. That's called doing your homework which they're not doing. They're not, they don't take into effect that Joe Burrow was gone for the last six games, and we could have at least won probably five of them, maybe all six of them. I don't know. But we had a very good chance to do that. That's called doing your homework. Pay attention. <laughs> Dude, I'm just tired of it, man. I'm just sick of it. I'm sick and tired of these guys going on this, na- and it's the national media. And then everybody goes, ah, well, they they said it, so it's got to be true. Bull crap. <laughs> just, I'm just sick of it. I'm absolutely sick and tired of it. If he could have said it a different way and not just been so flippant about it, like, we're the Bengals. <laughs> Who cares about that? It's the Bengals. I care. Cincinnati fans care. You know? I, that's why I don't watch ESPN. The only reason... I knew about it because uh, Tony Pike played it on his show here in Cincinnati on the radio. That's the only reason I knew about it. Other than that, I wouldn't have known about it. I don't watch ESPN. I don't watch that crap because they're stupid because they don't do homework. They just want to say the same stupid narrative all the time. <sighs> okay. 
Chris. Oh, I already got that one. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, pardon the punctuation. Uh, flag football. I am West Coast football flag champion. All right, cool. I don't uh, I don't think they have a flag football Hall of Fame either. Uh, Chris, you are enjoying what I'm saying. Yes, it's Stephen A's the work. Yeah. And that's the thing, too. ESPN just keeps getting these guys. Like, Skip Bayless started it. It's all his fault. Like, I don't watch his show either. Just these hot takes. And I just, hot take is just talking out of your butt and just saying the first thing that, that comes to mind, you know, and just trying to, to say stuff to get people to, to click and watch and irritate, which I mean, yeah, he irritated me. I mean, honestly, if he would have said that and I was watching, I would have turned it off. Like, you're an idiot. <laughs> you have no clue what you're talking about. Uh, all right, let's get to um, – I'm trying to get to some red stuff. Well, yesterday, I went to red stuff, and my viewers went down. If you guys don't want to talk reds, that's fine. I won't, but I got some I got some information about it. And so uh, I just want to get this up here, what John Heyman put up, because we all love Nick Cassianos. I freaking love Nick Cassianos. And this has gotten a lot of chatter on Twitter and on my Facebook page. It says, all-star outfielder Nick Cassianos is likely to opt out with $34 million, two years to go. Join Marte and Schwarberg at the top of the free agent outfield list. Now, why? Like, the thing is, he can get a ton of money. There's going to be a lot of teams that are going to pay him more than that. And players only have a certain amount of time to make as money, much money as they can. So I cannot fault them for that. I hope the Reds keep him. I hope he wants to stay here. But I know that's been blowing up a lot about Nick Cassiano. And we're all worried about him opting out, which I, I think he's going to. The only chance that it might not happen is if the stuff with the players might possibly going on uh, strike happens. That might stop it, but we'll see. All right, Anton, you're, <clears throat> I love your comments. Let's get to it. Get back to the Bengals here. I'm tired of it, though. ESPN talks talks about the the watches, talks about and watches the same teams and players talk about the Cowboys, Brady's, Rodgers, LeBron, etc. Every show, they don't watch our team unless maybe it's primetime game. Yeah. Or unless we do something dumb, then it'll be like, oh, it's the same old Bengals. See, I told you. Which, you know, we haven't done anything dumb in a while. So, there. Uh, Samuel. But the Reds have Winker and Votto. Yeah, if we lose Castellanos, they still have Winker and Votto. So, that's good. I mean, I don't want – I love the Castellanos. I want, I want to keep them. And I've said this before, that the Reds have a nucleus of a team that could can, that can contend for the next couple of years. Most of these guys are signed. They're not, not going to go anywhere. And they did make a roster move today, which unfortunately, TJ Anton uh, has been placed on the IL, and they recalled infielder Max Scherzer or Sherlock, sorry, and released Michael Feliz. So TJ most likely is done for the year. He it's it's stiffness or whatever his form. I got a bad feeling it's Tommy John again, not a doctor. But yeah, yep. Yes, Charles, Sam, Ocho, Anchor, whatever the hell his name is. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> That's what we're talking about from Get Up. And he's just, 
Honestly, I, I almost think Bengals Nation is just blasting, <laughs> call him out on his. It's not a take. I mean, it's not. It's not a take. It's not. That that that, that can't be your opinion because it's the same thing you've heard from everybody else. What's your opinion? <laughs> uh, Reds lineup today. They'll be taking on the Boozers again. Got Jonathan India, Tyler Naquin, the Cassianos, Joey Votto, Mike Mustakis, Kyle Farmer, Tucker Barnhart, and the Punisher, Arstides Aquino, and Luis Castillo is pitching. What um, what the Reds last night was very, very irritating. It's it's the same old stuff, and I can't get mad at Michael Lorenzo because it's the first time he had a bad outing but he gets balled up with the rest of the bullpen that we've had for most of this year. And I know a lot of those guys are gone and it's a different names and stuff, but just blowing another lead is very irritating. Crip. What's up ice. We're going to the AAC with West Virginia and Bearcat. I, dude, I hope so, but I'm telling you if Notre Dame wants to go to the ACC, then they're probably going to take West Virginia over us. I'm tell I'm telling you right now, because fro I was listening to ESPNU and I can't remember what it was, but they were, they were saying I don't know how true this is, but they were saying that Notre Dame would make more money in the ACC than they are with their own contract at NBC unless NBC ups it. So if NBC, hopefully NBC ups it and they stay where they're at in football, and UC and West Virginia go to the ACC, I would love to go to the ACC. I, I that's to me, that's the perfect conference for the Bearcats to go to. We've got all of our old rivalries in there, and then we bring West Virginia with us or vice versa. That would be perfect. That's that's where I would like to go. I mean, I like to go to Big Ten, but that's not Ohio State have never let us in there. Chris, the game was hard to watch last night. Great catch by India. Yeah, I didn't see the catch. I was sleeping. <laughs> I, like I said, I, Chris, I know you watched the show. I was. I have to go to work at like three o'clock in the morning. So I watched about the fifth inning and then I listened to it while I'm dozing in and out. So I fell asleep once and we we're up three. Was it three to one, four to one? Yeah. Four to one. And then I kind of woke up again and we're losing five to four. I'm like, what the hell happened? Then I kind of woke up, woke up a little more to try to find out what the heck happened. So, uh, TNC sports talk. Go reds. Exactly. Samuel Garrett should should pitch one more. Should or shouldn't pitch? Because uh, he that, and that's with Garrett, man. It he has been so inconsistent and so irritating. I'm like, and you think they should? Garrett Garrett should pitch more. Really? Okay. That's that's inter that's interesting because. I don't necessarily agree with that because you have no idea what you're getting out of him. I mean, not that you know know what you're getting out of a lot of the guys coming out of the bullpen, but right now you have guys that are a little more solid in there that than have been. I mean, we're not relying on Henry. Uh, Doolittle's gone. You know, Perez. I don't think he's hopefully not going to come back up for the, like the twentieth time this year for the minors. So we're a little bit more consistent. Now, and I say that with Michael Lorenzen blowing it, but I just, I, I'm he's the one that worries me the most right now. All right, let's see here, Sam. 
The only problem with the no problem was the BC because the bullpen arms retired, but now he's rested. Pitchers get tired from every yeah, yeah, they get it's long. Yeah, I agree. I agree with all, all what you're saying. And but he's but Garrett's been like that since day one of the season. That's the only problem. I mean, I love AG. I mean, I do. I want him to pitch good. I just can't trust him right now. You know, I, I can't trust him at all. TNC Talk wants to know what about David Bell, and I'm assuming you mean his contract, uh, either picking up his option or extending him. I'm assuming the reason they have not extended him yet is because they're going to sign him for uh, at least a two-year deal. That's what me and one of my buddies at work were talking about last night. I'm kind of surprised they haven't extended him yet and then just added, you know, tear it up and add the two years onto it. And, I mean, Look, I was as hard on David Bell as anybody. I called him the mad scientist. But I think he's done a hell of a job managing this year. I really do, especially with the gaping hole and the bullpen he's had to manage around. And we are, at, right now, if the season ends today, we're in the playoffs. I think he's done a pretty darn good job. Aquila the Great. Man, I love the Reds, but I love I love from a distance. I can't dedicate myself to them anymore because every time I do, they wow and then disappoint me. It's been a roller coaster. Yeah, it's been, dude, it's been a roller coaster all year for with the Reds. And I guess I keep putting it out there. If we had a consistent bullpen, I mean, they, they've blown 10, 15 leads, <laughs> big leads, not little, big leads. I mean, we, I mean, honestly, we could be, we should be, if we had an adequate bullpen, we should be up there fighting with the boozers for first place. But we are in the playoffs as of right now. And once you get in, you never know. And I do not think we're going to go, even if the one game playoff, even if it is Max Scherzer, with this offense, I just cannot see them going 20, or I won't, well, they won't go 22 innings, but, you know, going a whole game, nine innings. And getting shut out again. I, I can't see that. You know, and the thing is to me, when they get in, if they beat whoever uh, against them in the one game playoff, then you never know what's gonna happen. Because then your rotation can get set up. Guy, the pressure is off a little bit because one game playoff, it's pretty big. One game, you're done, you know. So we'll see. Uh duh, 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 duh. Let's see. Cool the great. Will Nikki C be resigned? I would honestly, I was just talking about that a little while ago. I would be surprised. I want them to. He's going to opt out. I mean, that's almost a guarantee. I want them to, but I, like I said, I'd be shocked. You know, I think he, and one thing I'll say this is I, I when he got hurt right after the also break, I was like, oh man, I, th- I thought that was going to be a, a, a huge blow to our offense. But the legend, Joseph Daniel Votto, has just taken over. I mean, he looks 10 years younger. <laughs> I mean, the way he's been playing. And if this is the Joey Votto we get for the next two years of his contract, that'd be pretty good. I still would rather have, I still like to have the Castellanos, but also I want to, I want a hammer in the bullpen. That's what I want. I want a guy, wherever you bring him in, seventh inning, eighth inning, ninth inning. 
it's over. It's th- three outs, and that that's done. You know, however they want to use the closure now, the seventh inning, eighth, however they do it. I want that guy. That's what I want to get in the offseason. So I still want I want both. Yeah. I like both. I I, I want the Castellanos and them, but I would be I would be surprised if they sign him. Uh wait a second. Let me go through your first first comment here, Samuel. On uh all right, here we go. Uh okay, here, Samuel. Will Lorenzen went in with the bases loaded in the sixth, got out, and then he went back out there in the seventh, but the boozers got two straight hits off him. Then he then gives up. Then Givens comes and walks a batter. Then Cessus came in and gave up the home run. Yep. I mean, it's, it's, that's a, unfortunately, a typical Reds bullpen. <laughs> you bring in one guy, he kind of gets in trouble. You bring in another guy, he dumps more gas on it. Then you bring in a third guy and he lights the fire. <laughs> you know, unfortunately, that's, that's what's happened to this bullpen this year. Yeah. You know, more often than not, Brad, they need to give Bell two more years after what he did this year. I agree. I, I think two, two years. Is is good, and and you would ask me this last year, I'd be like, hell no, <laughs> hell no. But he has changed; he's gotten better as a manager. I mean, let, let's be honest: the first year he managed, he managed every freaking game like the seventh game of the World Series. I'm like, dude, you're gonna blow our bullpen arms out by May. <laughs> you know, damn near did. Uh, let's see, uh, Sam, Samuel, we cut all the pitchers. Jeezel, if I could read, it would help. We cut all the one-pitch pitchers and choke job pitchers. Now we have a new Yankees equivalent bullpen with Cessus, so trust the bullpen. I trust it more than I used to. Colton, what's up? Who day, brother? I trust it more than I used to. It's still PSTD, you know, or PTSD, whatever you call it. It's, It's, what have you done for me lately? You know, it's. It's still gonna be nerve wracking, probably all year. That's just because since it's August, we're almost at the end of August. Since April, this is the bullpen we've we've had, and I know there's different guys in there, and it's a better bullpen than it was before. That's just me. Cessus is good. Yeah, I agree with you. Agree, agree, agree. Okay, hold on. Let's get to. I quote a great tier. A good front office will be able to get. Nikki C and some good good bullpen. They're not exclusive. I no, I agree with you. No, I, I I agree it's doable, and I agree the Reds financially can do it. I don't know if Bob Castellini will do it. You know, now it just it depends on it for him. I mean, twenty what nineteen and twenty twenty in those off seasons, he went and spent money and added players to try to improve the team, and the. 2021 offseason, or this year's offseason, however you want to call it, he decreased. So it went from spend, 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 spend to, oh, my God, I'm, I don't have any money, which is not, not true at all. He does. So we'll see what he does. They can do it, and they can afford to do it. We'll see what happens. Chris, before the show shows up, what do you think about them possibly signing Bates this year? If not, why haven't they signed a big – Free agent line yet? Who they go Reds? I still think they're going to sign Bates. 
I, I don't. The problem with the Bengals and and Anthony Kazenza said this on Locked On or not Locked On on a since the Jungle Orange and Black Insider podcast a lot. He's right. Two positions the Bengals don't pay high for: guards and safeties. They got to get it through their head that they're going to have to pay Jesse to keep them. And the thing is, if it doesn't happen this year, they could franchise him and work on it again next year. I hope it just, I hope they just pay him. You know, I, it, it's, it's a silly stubbornness that I think the organization has for those positions. And it's changing in football. I mean, look how much Jamal Adams got. Jesse Bates is up there with Jamal Adams, in my opinion. So I hope they, I hope they do pay him. I hope it gets done. Um, and why haven't they signed a big free agent? Line yet? Well, now who? <laughs> you know, I mean that, that was the that was the thing too. We're, we're doing this to put money toward Jesse Bates. Now, I mean, there is no big free agent O line to sign. I mean, there's one. Excuse me. Yes, Sammy. The Reds have won twenty out of the last thirty-one games. And Lance, excuse me, Lance McAllister said this last night. And this is how much of a roller coaster season this this has been. The Reds, I don't remember when, earlier in the season were six games under 500. At, going into the game last night, they're 12 games over 500. I think he said that's an 18-game swing. That's huge. Now, I didn't do the math. That's I think it was what Lance said last night. I'm just remembering what he said because I suck at math. But that's either way. <laughs> that's a huge swing. That normally doesn't happen. And I give the credit to David Bell. I mean, I give the credit to David Bell. It's and I've made fun of him <laughs> when he he does his his press conferences where he's like, "Yeah, well, we did good today, and you know, we're 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 we're, we're a good 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 baseball team." It's just very monotone and boring. And and Lance kind of said this last night. He goes, "Reds fans think that's the way he is," which, well, yeah, that's all we ever see. So yeah, that's I'm like, if that's the way he is in the clubhouse, I would hate to play for him. But apparently, he's not. I have no idea. Samuel, true. David Bell and Zach are the same people. Are the same people, like same type of coach, you mean? And Jeff says they're more likely to tag Bates, which they might. I mean, uh, I uh, we got about, what, two and a half weeks until the season starts? Remember, A.J. Green signed, I think, when he was getting on the plane to go to the first game. So we'll see what happens. Uh, the fans... Samuel said the fans are the coaches in Cincinnati. Don't know what you mean by that. And then you come back with Emmy winning Bengals. Twitter is the head coach. You mean, I guess you're talking about since they decided to um, play Joe Burrow. I'm assuming that's what you mean. I'm not really sure. But anyway, it's wow, it's 6 30. You know what? I really love it when you guys get on here and comment like crazy. Um, I want to get this set up so I can have this ending my show. And it is Gift Vader and Stripe Song. It is awesome. Go to YouTube, watch. 
that video. Watch that song. I would love to get that played in the jungle this year. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Like I said, if you're going to the game, make sure you go in. I said, go in about 3 o'clock. The game's at 4 o'clock. Go to 3 o'clock. Check out all the new stuff they got. They've worked really hard on this. I know Emily Parker was out there late at night a couple nights ago working on whatever they got going on. We know James Brown's going to be the ruler of the jungle. We know that's going to happen. It's going to be cool to see that. It's going to be cool to see the Bengals walk out. Just go check out and see what they got going on. Aqua the Great. Let's get you in here and I'll get out of here. David Bell and Zach Taylor are the same as in they struggle the first year. They do good with what they have. Find success. Now everyone is on the one more year. Yeah. I, I mean, as far as that goes, yeah. And I, I think I said I, I think Zach Taylor's a good coach, but and Lou, trust me, I got a feeling I want to say your, your name right this year. It's not gonna be Armadillo. Go with till. Let's see what you do against the Vikings. Game one. That's what I'm saying. So check out the day after the first game of the season. I'm probably calling him by his real name. All right, let me give a shout out to Hootay Nation, Josh and the boys there. I appreciate everything you guys done for me, and I appreciate you letting me live stream. And just to give you guys a heads up, uh, every the day, the Mondays, most likely after the Bengals game, I'm gonna go live on Facebook exclusively in Hootay Nation. So shout out to those guys. Shout out to all the other. Uh, Facebook groups that let me live stream. We got Bengals Nation, Bengals Who Day Nation, Cincinnati Bengals The Jungle, Cincinnati Reds, Riding Third, Heading for Home, the Ohio State Bucknuts, the Ice Bar, which is my page, just a virtual bar. You can hang out, talk crap, have some fun. You can follow me on all my social media platforms, all under sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Do me a favor, follow me on Twitter, I'm getting so close. I'm like, I'm almost to 900 followers. And like, I had over 100 and some people like my video of Joe Burrow walking out. I followed you guys. If I follow you, follow me back. Get me up to a thousand. Get me up there. I would appreciate it. Follow me on Instagram. I get said Twister. Yeah, Twister. <laughs> Twitter is at Jeff A. Trenopole. TikTok is at Iceman90. Like I said, that's a lot of fun. I put a lot of just Videos up there, Bengals, Reds, Bearcats. I'm really starting to get some comments from some upset AFC North fans. Later on tonight, I'll be putting all, pulling the sound off and putting it on the podcast. You can check out the podcast on BeanPod, Apple iTunes, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you give me a five-star review, rate, like, review. Download it because, I mean, honestly, it is blowing up. I appreciate you guys. If you you know can't sit here for an hour watching me, check us out on the, on the uh, podcast. YouTubers, my original, I am up to 1,314 subscribers. I appreciate every single one of you guys. Like I said, if it wasn't for you guys two years ago, almost two and a half years ago, starting to watch my videos and give me some subscribes, I would never have gotten to where I'm at. So I appreciate you guys. You guys are awesome. And other than that, as my boy, Jeremy, dime bag these nuts. Always says, and he wants you to remember one thing and one thing only. And that is, you don't live in Cleveland, you live in Cincinnati, so act like it. Who day? Reds hopefully will win against the Boozers tonight. Hopefully, the Padres will continue to lose because they're falling flat on their face. No matter what the national narrative is, the Padres are falling on their face, and the Reds are taking advantage of it. Go, Reds, kick some Boozers' ass. 
I'll see you guys tomorrow. And other than that, that's just sports, baby. See ya! Get what?